This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, on the heels of yesterday's uh, explosive episode, I've got some more connections for you today that are going to blow your mind, bake your bagels, toast your muffins. Hillary Clinton, Ukraine, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, foreign piggy banks, all these people getting rich. And something happened yesterday that's... um, Connected to a larger narrative that the media is going to try to make go away over the next few days. I've got a lot to get to today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I've got another stacked show for you today, uh, including one of the most embarrassing episodes. I mean, really kind of sad. Uh, I'm not kidding that I saw at the White House yesterday. Just, just embarrassing. I'll show you that, how it relates to a bigger story, too. Don't miss a second of today's show. Do you know that studies show that high blood pressure is the number one risk factor for mortality and one in two adults have high blood pressure? That's a 50-50 chance you're a walking time bomb. But you, not Big Pharma, can take control of your blood pressure with the help of 120 Life. 120 Life is a blend of great tasting superfruit juices and it's formulated with ingredients that have been shown to naturally help control high blood pressure and are endorsed by thousands of health professionals. Try it yourself, risk-free, with their two-week trial pack. Go to 120Life. Dot com and use the code DAN to save 15% receive free shipping. They're so sure that 120 Life can noticeably lower your blood pressure in two weeks that they'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. You got nothing to lose but those high blood pressure numbers. Go to 120life.com, that's 120life.com, and use code DAN to save 15%. This is serious. It's your life we're talking about. 120 Life can help you. These statements have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, Joe. Let's go, Daddy-o. Take it away, Dano. Yeah, poor guy this morning. These guys have been busting their butts the last few days as we uh, uh, pump information for them to process and put out into the show, but it's going to be worth it. So let's get right to it. The real reason, the real reason the Democrats need to uh, bury the Hunter Biden story. We've talked about this now for three weeks. It's not new. It's what? You can almost repeat it at this point. Some lady complained this morning and make the same point over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's important. It's funny. The, uh, the Another guy commented, yeah, he makes the same point over and over again because people still don't get it sometimes. The real reason they need to bury the Hunter Biden story is, folks, the money coming into the swamp from swamp rats in the United States from foreigners paying people in the United States, lobbyists, former politicians, to lobby on behalf of foreign interests in the United States is insane. It's, does everybody get this? This is the point I'm trying to make about why the Hunter Biden story, the media and the left needs it and the swamp. Some Republicans too, by the way. Foreign governments have been paying influential people like Hunter Biden, the Clinton Foundation and others for decades now to lobby on behalf of foreign governments, some of whom are enemies of the United States. The Ukrainian piggy bank I talk about in my book, Follow the Money, please read the chapter, Insane in Ukraine. The Ukrainian piggy bank that Hunter Biden was taking part in is one example of a larger scandal in the United States that when the Hunter Biden thing is exposed, it's going to expose a lot of people who were doing the exact same thing. Here's what I mean. They all cashed in, folks, wealthy Russians, wealthy Ukrainians and wealthy members of the Chinese Communist Party bought off people in this country with influence who sold us the out. You fill in the blank. They sold us out. They sold us out. Here's what I mean. Right before I came on the air yesterday, I know I teased this yesterday for this podcast. I saw this story. I saw it in a a breaking, breaking 911. 
You may think to yourself, oh, okay, it sounds interesting. FBI seizes a $90 million yacht owned by a Putin ally, Victor Vexelberg in Spain. I thought, oh boy, Victor Vexelberg. FBI is now seizing this uh, Putin ally's yacht. What could this possibly mean? Hmm. But the name may ring a bell. You got to be a real yeah. fan of the show to yeah, know where yeah. that name goes. I know you've heard of it before. So Spanish authorities seized this uh, yacht for, uh, from Victor, Victor Vexelberg. And the, uh, the indictment they used, the court paperwork they used, excuse me, alleges that the Tango, the yacht, was subject to forfeiture based on violations of U.S. bank fraud, money laundering, and sanction statutes. Pretty serious charges against Victor Vexelberg. And I'm thinking to myself... Gosh, where have we heard the name Victor Vexelberg before? Who was Victor Vexelberg? Well, let's walk through this, keeping in mind the entire time we're talking about U.S. politicians selling us out to Russia, China, and Ukraine, some, some of them potential enemies of the United States. So who was Victor Vexelberg, right? May not hear too much about this connection. They seized his yacht, but you don't, uh, you don't hear much about Victor Vexelberg and Skolkovo, do you? What the hell, Skolkovo? Well... Let's go to this next story at this Radio Free Europe site. This is from 2019. World-renowned scientific university quietly untangles itself from a Russian billionaire. Who could that Russian billionaire be, and why would a university want to get away from him? Quote, Washington's relations with Moscow were being reset. The reset. Oh, that was a Hillary Clinton thing, right? The reset, the reset button. I remember that. And Victor Vexelberg was heading a Kremlin-backed initiative called Skolkovo to develop high technology research and entrepreneurship to complete the academic piece of his innovation center dubbed Russia's Silicon Valley. He needed to partner with a prominent U S academic institution. Who was Victor Vexelberg? Well, you could see right there as the U S Russia relations were being reset. That was a Hillary Clinton thing when she was in the Obama administration. We got to reset our relation. Why would you want to reset your relationship with Russia? So and so that well, I'll answer that question in a second. Why Hillary Clinton was so interested in a Russian reset? They sold us out, sold us out, sold us out. So Vexelberg, who had his yacht seized, was also the head of a Russian Silicon Valley project called Skokovo. Table that a second. They sold us out. Hillary wanted a reset with Obama with Russia. This guy, Victor Vexelberg, whose yacht was just seized, was running a Russian Silicon Valley project called Skolkovo. Table that for a second. Now I want to ask you a separate but not unrelated question. I'll tie it together for you, for, in, for you in a moment. Why is the U.S. Defense Department, headed by the hapless uh, Lloyd Austin, or the general, as, <laughs> as Biden calls him, the general guy, um, why are they so sensitive about their hypersonic missile gap? Hypersonic missiles, which are very dangerous, can evade our missile defenses and potentially destroy the United States if they're nuclear tipped, right? Why is the Defense Department so sensitive about the Chinese and the Russians beating us in the hypersonic missile race? I'll tie this to Skokovo in a minute. Stay tuned. Listen to this audio video first from yesterday. Here's Republican Congressman Matt Gates asking Lloyd Austin about the hypersonic missile gap, and Austin loses his mind. Why are they so sensitive about losing the hypersonic missile race? Play that cut. I've also seen that we're behind, Mr. Secretary. We're behind in hypersonics. We failed to deter Russia. Last year, so what do you, what do you, what do you mean we're behind in hypersonics? How, how do you, okay, how do you, who do you, who's ahead in hypersonics? How, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you make that assessment? I don't know. How, is, may, is I make that assessment one? because is China is fielding hypersonic weapon systems and we are still developing them. Are I make that assessment because Russia actually used one. By the way, your own people brief us that we are behind and that China is winning. Are you aware of the briefings we get on hypersonics? I am certainly aware of briefings that we provide to, to Congress. But it, it's not just the hypersonics. It's all over the world. So the fact that the Russians and the Chinese have beat us with hypersonic missile technology is not new. As Matt Gates uh, correctly notes, defense def the officials have been warning about the hypersonic missile gap for years. But why is Lloyd Austin so sensitive about it now? Something we've known about forever. Hmm. Could it have anything to do with a story written years ago by Diana West, a brilliant writer at the Daily Caller we've covered off often? Um, remember what we're talking about here. We're talking about foreign piggy banks buying off U.S. politicians who sold us out. Hillary and Obama wanted to reset with the Russians. 
And then there's this Russian Skolkovo Silicon Valley project. What does that have to do with hypersonic missiles? Well, if you go back to this 2017 article, which is in the newsletter today, and you need to read it, please. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's right there. You can subscribe to the newsletter. The article's called Hillary's Hypersonic Missile Gap. The article notes that the Washington Examiner drew on some, uh, some emails obtained by Citizens United. And they noted that in those emails, Hillary Clinton, when she was running the State Department, they pushed to approve a meeting between her husband, Bill, the former president, as you know, and a powerful Russian oligarch as her agency lined up investors for a project under his purview. The Russian oligarch, that is. Who is the Russian oligarch Bill Clinton wanted to meet with? Oh, no way. It's Victor Vexelberg. No. The Skolkovo guy whose yacht was just seized. Not a chance in Hades. His name was Victor Vexelberg, notes the Daily Caller. Ha! Who's also a Clinton Foundation donor, Renova, his company. And the project under his purview was Skolkovo, which is being built near Moscow. The following month, Bill Clinton, there he is, old Bill, Wild Bill, would receive $500,000 for a speech in Moscow from Renaissance Capital, a Russian investment bank with ties to the Kremlin, a Clinton Foundation donor, a Skolkovo executive, and which talked up Uranium One, whose sale the Clinton State Department would approve and whose executives together contributed $145 million to the Clinton Foundation. Wow, that's just, gosh, that sounds really bizarre. Guy whose yacht seized yesterday for potential money laundering, Putin ally, Hillary wants a Russian reset, while her husband wants to meet with the guy whose yacht was seized who heads up a Russian technology project where a number of the uh, companies in the Russian technology project, Skolkovo, were donating to the Clinton Foundation. Man, alive. That sounds like Putin people were buying off the Clintons. And what the hell does this have to do with hypersonic missiles? Stay tuned. Stay frosty. Second part of Diana West's piece. If you haven't read this piece, it's it's mind-blowing. Again, it's in the newsletter. Check it out. The shocking set of emails the examiner reported on shows the nexus of Bill and Hillary Clinton's foundation, Hillary Clinton's State Department, Bill Clinton, Russian oligarch Vexelberg, and Skolkovo, Russia's Silicon Valley. The Putin project to transfer Western technology to Russia that was championed and driven by Mrs. Clinton. And Diana West notes, what do you know, folks? 17 out of the 28 tech companies that hitched up with Skolkovo also contributed to the Clinton Foundation. Gosh, what a quinky dink there. Meanwhile, Barack Obama's support for Russian WTO membership made the whole global flow so much easier. So just to recap, before I get to this last piece on the hypersonic missile connection here, Hillary wants a Russian reset. So does Obama pushes for Russian membership in the WTO. Hillary's trying to sell people on a Russian technology project that is already known to be stealing American technology. Hillary wanted that, that she was for America. Coincidentally, a lot of the companies involved in the Russian project were also donors to the Clinton Foundation. And Bill wanted to go over to Russia to give a speech in front of one of the companies involved with this whole Iran deal and this project for $500,000. And during the speech, or after the speech, he wanted to meet with Vexelberg, the same guy whose yacht was seized, who runs the Skolkovo project, stealing our technology. Man, that sounds weird. Here's the last part to tie in the hypersonic missiles and why they're so sensitive about the hypersonic missile gap. This is a quote in the piece from a 2012 Army intelligence report about what Skolkovo was up to, the Russian technology project Hillary loves so much. Quote, although military activities are not an official cluster of activity, the Skolkovo Foundation has, in fact, been involved in defense-related activities since December of 2011 when it approved the first weapons-related project, the development of a hypersonic cruise missile engine. The project is a response to the U.S. Department of Defense's advanced hypersonic weapon, part of the Prompt Global Strike Program. This is really, it's really hard to digest sometimes. You know, um, there was a Newsweek editor on Tucker Carlson show last night, uh, She's an interesting character. Uh, and she said something she said a couple times on Tucker's show that, folks, there's no more political divide. It's not Democrats versus Republicans anymore. This is a class struggle. 
I gave an entire monologue last week on my Fox show. This has nothing to do with Democrats or Republicans anymore. It's haves and have nots. And when I say haves, I don't mean haves in that they have money. That's part of it. Having money gives you a lot of haves. But they have something more important than money. They have power and they have access. And I can give you and grant you money and assets, access to money later. It's nice to be a have, right? Hillary Clinton, your foundation gets millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars from a bunch of companies. Those companies are then pushed to go join a Skolkovo project run by a Putin-connected ally who they probably hate us. That Russian technology project steals our technology to develop a hypersonic weapon that could basically destroy the United States. All the while, Bill's getting a half a million dollars in a speech to go over and try to meet with the exact same guy running the Skolkovo project. The same guy who now the Democrats are like, hey, we're all in for Ukraine now. The exact same guy. The exact same guy whose ally, Putin, is now attacking Ukraine, they say they're for. And whose yacht is then seized for money laundering. You didn't hear about that Clinton angle yesterday in the story, did you? So let me just give you a few takeaways before we move on and I'll tie it to why the Spygate thing happened and why the Sussman information that came out yesterday, the Clinton lawyer, is so important. A couple takeaways here. The Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton case scares them because the foreign piggy banks they were using have to stay hidden. They have to stay hidden because they're still being used to buy off politicians here in the United States. Hunter Biden took advantage of the Ukrainian piggy bank. Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation took care of the Russian piggy bank. Joe Biden took part, uh, according to the big guy emails, in the Chinese Communist Party piggy bank. They all sold you out for a check from enemies of the United States. The Democrats, takeaway number two, are knee-deep in this. So are some swampy Republicans, make no mistake. But the Democrats are knee-deep, whereas many of the Republicans are just ankle-deep. Hillary, Obama, Biden, Hunter Biden, his brother, Putin financed the anti-energy left in the United States. Vladimir Putin financed a bunch of efforts, him and the Russian government, to get people to attack fossil fuels in the United States, which worked. Why? And around the world, by the way, because Vladimir Putin wanted to monopolize the petrochemical market himself. The final takeaway, and the reason I I mentioned that, is because the left financed Putin's war machine. Hillary Clinton promoting a Skolkovo project that stole our technology to develop weapons that could annihilate us while simultaneously pushing to transfer our uranium assets to a foreign country, stop the production of our petrochemical assets while those uranium assets were under the custody of Russia and petrochemical assets were monopolized by Vladimir Putin. It's only, again, the biggest political scandal of our time. But yeah, you're for Ukraine now. Yeah, you're for the you're for the latest thing. You're all about Ukraine. You are. See, I'm I, I I'm not for death and destruction in any scenario. And I think Vladimir Putin is clearly evil. I've, some of the imagery coming out of there is really disturbing in Ukraine. But unlike you guys, I'm not a fraud about it. You sold out Ukraine to Russia a long time ago and helped finance their war machine. So your opinion on the matter now is candidly irrelevant. Haven't heard that story, have you? You'll hear that here. All right, next. Why they had to prevent Donald Trump quickly. Why they had to prevent Donald Trump from uncovering the foreign ATM they were all using to sell out the United States and how they did it. We now know. It's, it's obvious. It's obvious. I've got news for the turkey hunters in our audience. Spring's around the corner. And if you're gearing up for a successful season, you're going to need a couple of things. One of those things is the single-shot turkey camo 12-gauge shotgun made by Henry Repeating Arms. Let's say you're out in the field and you've managed to call a turkey in a range, and now it's time to make your shot count. And you can do that with a Henry shotgun because they're reliable and accurate right out of the box, especially with the turkey choke tube that's included. And if the fully adjustable fiber optic sights aren't enough, it's easy to mount a red dot since it's already drilled and tapped. Henry's shotguns, rifles, and revolvers are made in America with the quality craftsmanship that Henry's are famous for. And you'll get a lifetime warranty and a 100% satisfaction guarantee that protects your purchase for generations to come. Make sure you go to their website. It's henryusa.com and order their free catalog. They'll mail it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and free decals. 
You're going to love these firearms, and you're going to love this company. Omaha Steaks. We love Omaha Steaks. Tony's getting a little jealous uh, because he hasn't gotten his Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha, we got to take care of Tone. Big Tone. Hook the hook of brother up. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. Get 50% off site-wide. Save on mouth-watering favorites today. Go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale where you can load up on all the delicious flavor you, flavor you crave at half the price. And when you use my promo code Bongino at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Say big on delicious, tender, juicy steaks, big, beefy burgers, and uh, all, all kinds of delicious food. So much more there. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value. With every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee because the food's amazing. That's why. Simply go to omahasteaks.com. Shop the semi-annual sale today. Don't forget to use the promo code Bongino at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry, because this deal won't last long. Kickstart your spring grilling today. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. So, folks, now do you understand the Hillary Clinton connection to the Iran deal being pushed by, pushed by Russia? I'm going to get to more of that at the end of the show today, so don't go anywhere. There's another angle to this in the Ukrainian piggy bank. Hillary Clinton didn't just take, take in the Clinton Foundation's uh, payoffs from Russia. Payoffs from Russia, talking about the influence peddling they were doing with Clinton Foundation, Skolkovo, and all that. There was also a connection to Ukraine I want to get to in a second. But this is why they were desperate to keep Trump out of office, to uncover. They didn't want Trump looking into the Iran deal. They didn't want Trump looking at the hypersonic missiles, Skolkovo, none of this stuff. So they decided to accuse Trump of colluding with Russia. Now, yesterday, another explosive revelation in the case, the Clinton lawyer who fed this BS information to the FBI, right? The Clinton lawyer who did it, fed the information to the FBI, Michael Sussman, he went to the FBI with this information and said, according to his own text, that it was not on behalf of any client or company. That's important because he pretended he was going to the FBI. It appears through his text out of some sense of benevolence. Look, I got information about Trump colluding with Russia. Sussman's denying that. Hey, there was no deception. Well, yesterday a text was revealed. This guy's in a lot of trouble, folks. Here, uh, Buddy Technofog, his Substack yesterday. Special counsel John Dorham has just provided evidence that the night before the September 18, 2016 meeting between Michael Sussman, the Clinton-affiliated lawyer, and Jim Baker from the FBI, he sent Baker this text. Jim, it's Michael Sussman. I have something time-sensitive and sensitive I need to discuss. Do you have availability for a short meeting tomorrow? I'm coming on my own, not on behalf of a client or company. Want to help the Bureau. Kind of weird how they said that they were candid and honest, that they were working on behalf of the Clinton campaign when his text, according to Durham, says, I am coming on my own, not on behalf of a client or company. Joe, sounds like a problem, doesn't it? It sure does. Sounds man. like that's kind of like not this. <laughs> sounds like that's kind of not the story you told us. You see why they had to launder this information? They didn't want Trump finding out anything about the foreign piggy banks. Cash Patel summed this up nicely in Cash's Corner. He has a little show at the Epic Times over there. That's just a little show. It's a good show. Sorry, I didn't mean it that way at all. Cash Patel has a good show over there at the Epic Times. And I pulled this piece from there where this guy knows more about the whole Spygate case, where in 30 seconds he sums it up. The Clinton campaign basically hijacked the Justice Department and the CIA by paying these people to invent this information about Trump-Russia collusion to keep Trump out of office and pretending it was being done by their own goodwill. Check this out. The lawyers for the Hillary campaign are basically telling the same company, tech company that did the whole Alpha Bank nonsense. They're saying, go find me information that proves this point so we can tie Trump to Russia, even if it doesn't exist. For John Durham to use that word, sensitive arrangement. So what that tells me, Jan, is that this was not a hack. They were on the books with the intelligence community to gain that access. Money doesn't lie, right? What are they going to come in and say? We were kidding. We meant to bill somebody else. Nicely summed up by my good friend Cash Patel. It's basically laundering information for money. Hillary Clinton paid a bunch of people to launder information and make it, uh, make it seem that Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians so he wouldn't find any of this. The Sussman guy is going to have real trouble, real trouble in court. All right, moving on, because I do have a stack show today. Um, I want to get to a different issue. So 
Folks, this is seriously one of the saddest things I've seen in a long time. Um, it made its way around. You may have seen it yesterday. I'm going to play it again. It's tough to watch. I mean, this guy, this the Biden is just a disaster. Now, he's a corrupt, uh, horrible human being. I, uh, I have zero sympathy for the man whatsoever. But um, it's, it's hard to watch because he's president of the United States. Uh, and we're stuck with this guy, you know, for, for you know, what, a uh, couple more years here. We're stuck with this joker here. Three more years, two and a half, whatever. You get the point. And he clearly has no, nobody respects this guy at all, including Democrats themselves. So he was at the White House yesterday and he had a, uh, they were celebrating 12 years of Obamacare fa- a failure at the White House. Obamacare is 12 years old. Uh, I'm going to get to their failures here in a second, summed up nicely. But of course, they had to celebrate the Obamacare failure. So they had who back, but the uh, upon us mistakenly named Obamacare, Obama. And watch this little rope line event where Joe Biden, who nobody's paying attention to at all. The man's a president of the United States. Nobody even cares. Just desperately, like a child, try to get Barack Obama's attention. Folks, this is just humiliating. People around the world see this. Check this out. just sad to watch man i mean you see right i mean listen i'm not sad for like i said i have no sympathy for biden the man is a deeply corrupt liar and a plagiarist but as a human being and a citizen of the united states other people see this folks i mean the guy is just pathetic pathetic and i'm worried that it invites his weakness invites aggression on behalf of others Obama has no respect for the guy at all. Ask anyone who knows the relationship between these two guys. Put a couple beers in them. Has zero respect for this guy at all. You can see it. Take that. Take you can you can absolutely see it. I'm telling you. Take that check to the bank and cash it. Obama has zero respect for this guy at all. Now it's interesting that they were celebrating 12 years of failure of Obamacare yesterday. And I thought, you know, do I do a whole episode on Obamacare's failures, about the failure of the exchanges, why they failed, the failure of the Medicaid expansion? I thought to myself, I got to find a piece that just sums it up simply uh, because I got a lot to get to. And I found it at the Wall Street Journal last night. James Freeman was summing up some comments by another guy, an analyst, Brian Blaze, who notes very simply, you want to talk about how bad Obamacare sucks? Joe, uh, if you were going to gauge Obamacare's success or failure, you'd probably want to look at a few variables, right? Like, okay, how much money are we spending on health care before Obamacare and after, right? And are people getting uh, better health care? Are they living longer, right? Like, that's, right. that's pretty easy, right? What are we spending and are we getting better results? I only use those two metrics like Blaze did because to make it simple, number one, but number two, because that's how you'd measure anything else. Are Corvettes getting better? I don't know. How much do they cost and what do you get for your money? Go Right? Okay, nothing complicated. So Brian Blaze in this Wall Street Journal piece notes that if Obamacare is basically such a success, why are we spending more money and people are not living longer? Kind of weird, right? He says in 2020, healthcare spending was 19.7% of US GDP, a 6.4 percentage point increase and a 48% increase from the 13.3% of GDP expended on healthcare in 2000. Okay, so we're spending more. All right, well, maybe we're, we're, we're getting more. Are we living, living longer? Obamacare, we're spending more money? Ah, nope, he notes, moving on. Importantly, over the past few decades, there have been some noticeable advances. He goes into stuff about cancer and other things. He goes, but however, there's also significant waste in the health sector and health outcomes have recently stagnated. Despite the ACA, Obamacare's new spending and the significant expansion of Medicaid. American life expectancy was lower in 2019 than it was in 2013 before the ACA's coverage and spending provisions took effect. (laughs) They celebrate this. They're at the White House celebrating spending more money for worse results. Nice job, fellas. There you go. That is the Democrats summed up in essence right there. Obamacare is so wonderful. We're spending more to live, uh, to live, (laughs) To not live as long. Great job. You guys really nailed it. Big show today. You ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris, the action star, world champion, black belt, and U.S. veteran? Well, I saw a video he made. I was shocked. He's in his 80s. He's still kicking butt, working out. He looks amazing. He stays active. I mean, a guy looks like he's in his 40s. 
What's even more shocking is he's stronger, can work out longer, and he has plenty of energy left over, keeping him sharp and focused. Chuck Norris is able to do all this because he made a simple change. It makes him and his family feel great. He made a special short video, explains everything easily to you. Make sure you check it out today by going to chuckdefense.com slash Bongino. can change the way you think about health. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. You won't believe how simple it is. Be prepared to be amazed. The guy seriously looks incredible. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. Message and data rate supply. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's a hint that involves this stuff. It's really good. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So yesterday's show did bonkers numbers. I think a lot of you uh, were very interested in my take. Uh, I appreciate that on Elon Musk and what's going on with Twitter. Given my experience with tech and social media platforms, I feel like I was in a unique space to comment on that. And folks, uh, Just the News had some, uh, a story yesterday about this. Twitter rejects re- reinstating Trump. An ex-president's social platform reports growth and engagement. A couple of points on this. Really? It's interesting that Elon Musk took this 9.2% stake in the company. He's now the biggest shareholder in the company, right? So he takes the shareholder stake and they offer him a board seat. And before he can even be seated on the board, a bunch of Twitter managers put out a memo saying Trump will not be back. What does that say to you here? Again, you got to read past the press releases. You have to say then what? It says to me that these Twitter folks obviously are not happy about having a libertarian-leaning person like Elon Musk owning 9.2% of their company. So what does it say to you, Joe? I guess they figured the staff and the management, you know, let's put Elon in a box now that he owns most of this, and let's put out a statement before he's even seated saying, we're not changing anything. Cut him off at the pass. He's not coming on our platform. Cut him right. There you go, buddy. Kneecap him. Kneecap him, baby. Well, we'll see what happens with that. See, the interesting stake about the, the interesting portion about owning ten uh, percent of a company is, as I said yesterday, your buy or sell decisions about the stock can sink or swim the entire company. So let's see, uh, let's see who wins that little fight there. It tells you, and I might all my, all might not be peaches and cream over there at Twitter. That was just a quick update on that because I talked about it yesterday. Please listen to yesterday's show. I go into the, all the details on why the Elon thing, the country changed with Elon taking a stake in this for a number of reasons. And by the way, if they don't admit Trump back on, you understand how, how Trump's true social wins either way? They admit Trump back onto Twitter. They then can't ban all these platforms anymore because they're not going to ban Twitter, the Apple Store and all this other stuff. They don't admit him. Trump, who's the most important figure on social media in the world right now, is exclusively on true social. Either way, they win. Trump holds all the cards here, folks. All of them. All of them. Okay. All right, moving on. It was a huge break yesterday in the COVID origin story. Now, you and I know, because we actually read data, that the strong likelihood is that the COVID, uh, COVID-19 virus leaked from a lab that was studying coronaviruses in a lab in Wuhan where the, uh, the uh, pandemic started. But there was an interesting break yesterday. I want you to remember this first. I want you to peek back into time, February 19th of 2020, this Lancet article. Pay very close attention to the first author here, Charles Kalisher. Okay, keep that name in your head. The headline of the Lancet article, Statement in Support of the Scientists, Public Health Professionals, and Medical Professionals of China Combating COVID-19. So this is right as the pandemic is getting unleashed on the world. This Lancet, a scientific journal article, comes out in February of 2020. And they make the point that this virus, quote, originated in wildlife. They push this narrative that this, there's, there's not a lab leak, in other words. It, quote, originated in wildlife. Remember that article in Charles Kalisher? Well, a FOIA request, hat tip the great Hans Monkey yesterday. I found this on his social media feed. Look at that. that is that Charles Kalisher's email? From Kalisher. And look at all these people, these scientists he's emailing. 
And it's interesting what he says here. Talking about a photo, he says, the photo looks fake. I don't see how anyone could definitively state that the virus could not possibly have come from that lab. <laughs> Look at the date on it. April 2020. An incidental accidental error infecting a lab worker who subsequently and asymptomatically shed virus could have occurred. I'm not suggesting it did occur, only that it's possible. Wow. Charlie Callisher. Interesting. It's just a few months earlier, he wrote an article where they were trying to debunk that, saying that it originated in wildlife. Kind of weird how that keeps happening, right? Kind of weird, too, how in February and April, they're all openly speculating on emails you just read how this likely could have come from a lab. And yet they're all definitively saying in public, not in emails, when they're not talking amongst each other in emails, that no, it definitely didn't come from a lab. It had natural origins. Remember this, April 17th, uh, Anthony Fauci. Here's Dr. Fauci said, yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, definitely looks like totally consistent with natural origins, which is weird because he's on a bunch of emails too, where they're talking about the possibility that it didn't have a natural origin. Check this out. The mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. You see how the foreign piggy bank works, folks? A lot of grant money had gone over to that Wuhan lab. Dashax Group and others. You follow the money, you'll always get your answers. You know, as it said in the Bible, the love of money is the root of all evil. Well, these people love their money a whole lot. So does Hills and everyone else. Again, they're the haves. They have access and connections. They're all the have-nots. By the way, Fauci's totally not credible at this point. No one should take anything this human being says seriously. He should be promptly ignored all the time. Here's Dr. Fauci just a couple days ago talking about, again, uh, masks again, despite not one single randomly controlled robust trial showing the efficacy of masks in the spread of corona from the transmission side. It may have a minor uh, excuse me, from the, from on the receiving side. It may have a minor benefit on the transmission side if you're actively coughing, maybe. But there is no randomly controlled trial showing that these are widespread effective. Here's Fauci yesterday talking about potentially bringing back indoor masking yet again, and also noting that the public's probably going to give them the double barrel middle finger. Check this out. The CDC has been very clear, as you've indicated, that in fact, if things turn around and you have a rather substantial uptick in cases that is associated with an increase in hospitalizations, the CDC might turn around that recommendation and say, we've got to go back to indoor masks. I think there's going to be a lot of pushback on the part of the American public in doing that, although it would be the prudent thing to do. It would be the prudent thing to do, uh, despite not accumulating any significant pile of evidence showing how it's prudent. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, let's, can we just go back to the money ball rule for a minute? The money ball rule, if masks work, then why aren't masks working? Can we just get back to simplicity here? Occam's razor. The man has no credibility and I'm sorry, but his role in suppressing the lab leak story, which is now crystal clear is an abomination and Fauci should resign immediately for being a part of this. All right, I've got a lot of other stuff uh, to get to here, um, including a topic we talked about yesterday, but it was such a packed show. I didn't have enough time to get into it in any detail. We have a midterm election coming up in 2022 that I think is going to change the course of the country, at least in the foreseeable future. I think the Democrats are going to get routed. And I had said to you yesterday that the Democrats, it's a, it's a, a good portion of them, not all of them, but it's a cult now. It's like a religion. You can't tell a cult person like David Koresh isn't the Messiah. Like they believe it. They've been indoctrinated. Their brains are now hardwired to digest the BS and spit out outputs, right? That's the Democrats now. There is nothing you can tell them to get them to recognize and self-reflect that their party is a total disaster. Clearly, the American public is very upset with the abuse of children in this country, the attempted sexualizing of children. So what is with the Democrats and their defense of like, child porn at this point. So Josh Hawley, who's, you know, brought the issue to the forefront, given the uh, Kentaji Brown Jackson allegations of lighter sentencing for people accused of trafficking in this stuff. Josh Hawley introduced something to tighten up some of these sentencing guidelines to make it tougher to traffic in child porn. Here's Democrat Dick Durbin 
on the floor, his own words, he's like, uh, no, I don't agree with that. Because, Joe, there's a big difference, you know. They had physical pictures back then, uh -huh. and now they're by computer, so you can transfer a lot more. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it's totally understandable then, right? Yeah. Oh, there's his own words. Here, check this out. Tricky Dick Durbin on the floor yesterday, uh, defending in some bizarre way, sentencing for child porn. He doesn't want more. He doesn't want more sentencing. This is just weird. We know as well that uh, the guidelines were written, some were written in an era when the materials we're talking about were physical materials and we now live in a world of internet and access to not just tens and hundreds but thousands of images if that is your decision oh okay it's just oh, as long as you transfer them by computer those uh, disgusting images and apparently i i guess it's uh, not as big a deal you see what I meant yesterday by these people have no ability to self-reflect at all? What the hell is with them with the child porn stuff and the sexualizing of kids? This is a ground ball. It gets even worse. After just uh, mounds of negative publicity falling on Supreme Court Justice nominee Kentanji Brown-Jackson for alleging she doesn't have a definition of what a woman is. Like, she knows what a woman is, folks. She's not stupid, okay? The woman's not dumb. Yes, the woman, she's a woman. She's not dumb. A bunch of Democrats were asked a very simple question. Biden administration officials. Hey, what's a woman? Fox News covers it. Timothy uh, Narazi. Biden administration uh, agencies refuse to answer the question, what is a woman? Their departments refuse. They won't answer. Tell me again. I get a lot of emails again. Dan, you're warning them. They're going to change their tactics before they let. No, they're not. No, they're not. It's a cult, ladies and gentlemen. It is a cult. All right. Um, let me get to my last sponsor. And I got two stories I got to wrap on that are super important. The big guy allegations. We're going to go back to the foreign piggy bank story. We opened up with it. We're going to end with it. We're going to tie it all together. It's super important. There's a big, big break according to a grand jury witness in the Hunter Biden case that could tie Joe Biden to the whole thing. Don't go anywhere. So I'm a big fan of magic spoon cereal. I think you know that I've incorporated into my daily morning routine. Sometimes at night too, I've noticed fewer cravings throughout the day and a lot of energy holds me over to lunch. Magic spoons, a delicious cereal has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, 140 calories and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. It tastes good. I'm a health nut. It's perfect for me. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. You can even build your own box. Here are some delicious flavors available for you. You can put a custom bundle together. You can pick from cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, cookies and cream, maple waffle, blueberry, cinnamon, plus the newly reformulated honey nut flavor. I just got that. Now part of the permanent collection. It is delicious. The honey nut flavor is healthy, delicious, and really, really good in the mornings. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino. And use the code Bongino to save $5 off. Magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Code Bongino to save $5 off. Stuff is good. Thanks, Magic Spoon. Check it out. Okay. So there's been a reported big break. Where it's going to go, I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, we're still dealing with the Biden administration and the Department of Justice swamp that'll protect Democrats um, to the end. So I'm not sure where this is going to go, but it is a big break. Nonetheless, if it results in result, if it results in, a, you know, a prosecutorial sentencing result, I have no idea because I don't trust the DOJ. But Bongino.com, the article will be up in my newsletter today. Matt Palumbo, uh, Hunter Biden grand jury witnesses asked to identify witness asked to identify who the big guy was. Now, they don't say in the report who the grand jury witness was. A lot of people are. Assuming it's Tony Bobolinsky, who was a business partner to the Biden deal with CEFC, the Chinese Communist Party connected company, where one of the emails said in the money exchange, they were going to hold 10% with H for the big guy. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, listen, if the big guy and a witness who's party to the deal, who is a credible eyewitness and party to the deal, indicates that money was being held for Joe Biden for a potentially illicit, possibly illegal foreign money transfer from the Chinese Communist Party to the United States, then folks, he's in a little bit of trouble. Whether it's going to lead to something, I don't know. I've lost all faith in the DOJ. But it's pretty hard to believe that a prosecutor would bring a witness in front of the grand jury who knows who the big guy is without that. Because now it's on the record, folks, right? It's on the record. It's in the grand jury. The proceedings are secret, but it's in the grand jury. You can't say it didn't happen is what I'm getting at. It's pretty hard to believe just based on the facts that a DOJ prosecutor is going to bring a guy in there to unquestionably rope Joe Biden into this as the big guy. You're not going to bring him in and ask him who the big guy is if you don't know the answer, correct? It's pretty hard to believe they did that without the intention of looking further into Joe Biden. The foreign piggy bank, ladies and gentlemen, it's the biggest scandal of our time. How foreign governments and influenced people and connected foreign government people from enemy the enemies of the United States on bought off people in the United States. Here's a very important angle to the Hillary Clinton story I started with. Hillary pushes Russia reset pushes Skolkovo, Skolkovo steers, steals our missile technology, companies involved in Skolkovo donate to the Clinton Foundation. Now, you may say, my gosh, Hillary Clinton was involved in a Russian technology project to steal our, our sensitive technology. It appears so from the evidence, ladies and gentlemen, but it didn't end there, the foreign piggy bank. Hills, man, she had connections everywhere. They were cashing in through the Clinton Foundation pretty big. She also has ties to Ukraine. What did I tell you the other day? These people played both sides, folks. Just like Hunter. Listen to yesterday's show. Hunter, according to the allegations, was taking money from pro-Russian and pro-Ukrainians. There's money to be made. You might as well cash that check. So I explained to you in the beginning how Hillary Clinton was taking money from, uh, and the Clinton Foundation. The Clinton Foundation was taking money from some suspect, uh, some, spe- some suspected people involved in shady Russian business. Well, she also had a Ukrainian connection, too. There's a very prominent Ukrainian businessman by the name of Viktor Pinchuk. And I want you to check out this Newsweek article by Rory Ross from all the way back in 2015. This is just a gem. Hillary Clinton's big benefactor has trade links with Iran. It says, quote, enemies of Hillary Clinton waiting to discredit her bid for the White House are likely to seize. There you go. Republican seize. Seize on news that one of the biggest benefactors to the Clinton Foundation has been trading with Iran and may be in breach of U.S. sanctions imposed on the country. Ukrainian oligarch, Ukrainian oligarch, Viktor Pinchuk, 54, has courted the Clintons for at least nine years in the United States, the Alps, and Ukraine. So Viktor Pinchuk, who has this pipe company, was alleged to have done business with Iran in violation of U.S. sanctions. So Pinchuk could have found himself in a little bit of trouble. He's very prominent in Ukrainian. So Pinchuk, turns out, was donating to the Clinton Foundation. Clinton's uh, donating a substantial amount through their foundations into the Clinton Foundation. Prominent Ukrainian businessman. Russia side, Ukrainian side, Russia side, Ukrainian side, money side. Money side matters first. Now, making this story even more interesting, there were a set of emails uncovered um, due to a FOIA request and others as part of an investigation where they found that Victor Pinchuk may be a whole lot closer to Hillary Clinton than even the Clinton Foundation connections indicate. Wall Street Journal, August 2016. As Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton hosted a dinner for a Ukrainian donor to the Family Foundation. Reports by AP find the Democratic candidate met with many donors to organize uh, to her organization, the Clinton Foundation, while at the State Department. Who was the Ukrainian donor? Victor Pinchuk. Oh. Now, now, if you'll remember correctly, this is at her house, folks. This is at her house. Now, if you'll remember correctly, when I covered this story, what, about two, three years ago when it was part of our, uh, our Spygate coverage, the Clinton Foundation's, uh, the, the, excuse me, the uh, Hill and Hillary, uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton staffers, when confronted about these Ukrainian Pinchuk dinner emails, were eager to say, oh, no, no, no. 
He was just at the house with a couple other people. They, oh, yeah, really? He's uh, apparently a multi-million dollar to the Clinton Foundation, foundation of foundation people. And he just came over for what? A, uh, a salad and left? While he was, you know, alleged to have been sanctioned or for some deals with Iran? With his pipe company? Folks, they were taking money. All of them were taking money from both sides. Now you know. The foreign piggy bank. Now do you see what? Oh, did we talk about this one too? Oh, he's like, we still got time to throw this one in. Okay, good call. Look at it. This guy like a producer. I saw him wondering, like, what does he do with the computer? Folks, I can't emphasize to you enough. Please spread around the beginning of the show today. This Hunter scandal is not just about Hunter and Joe. It's about Hillary. It's about all of them taking money from overseas to lobby for foreign governments. Ukrainians, Russians, anyone who had money. It's super important. All right. Um, one quick note. I have, uh, I've always been a big fan of Sarah Palin. I don't hide it. I've known her for a very long time. She has always, always been there for me. I can't say that enough. I don't just say this personally, but I really do believe she passionately cares about the country and conservatism. You know, she is uh, all over Lisa Murkowski, who is an awful senator from the state of Alaska. Sarah Palin's running for Congress now. And she says, listen, Alaskans are ready for that change. And she's right. I uh, also support Kelly Shabaka over there in uh, running against Lisa Murkowski, who is not a real Republican. She is a fake, a phony, and a fraud. And she's already uh, said she's going to de- defend the dreadful Kentonji Brown-Jackson nomination and support her, which says all you need to know. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to my show on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. We're at about 2.25 million people over there. It is free. Just click that subscribe button. It really helps us move the show along. We really appreciate it. Build out that parallel economy. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the radio show later. We have James O'Keefe. See you later. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.